The key to a successful business isn't just plans, strategies, and profit margins. It isn't just mission, vision, your big dreams for the future, or how you communicate to your ideal clients. It's not just your product suite, your pricing, your sales, or being the person who takes decisive action. It isn't even just nervous system regulation, expanding emotional capacity, and enhancing your communication skills. And it's definitely not just faith, manifestation, vibes, intuition, and magic. The key to a successful business is bringing all of these components together and knowing which one you need when. Nature thrives when all of the elements are in balance. So do you your business. This is the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. I am so happy you're here. The recording you're about to hear is going to have uh, hints of ASMR. Uh, It's going to sound like uh, someone doing their makeup because I was, in fact, doing my makeup. This audio is taken from an Instagram Live, so if you would rather watch me uh, talk to you about business while I put makeup on, you can head on over to my Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching and you can watch it over there. But if you are happy just listening to the soothing ASMR sounds of spritzing and brushing as I talk to you about business, then enjoy this episode. Before I uh, drop the recording, I wanted to let you know a couple of things. As of this recording, it's the end of August. It's August 28th, and there are some very big things that are starting in September in just a few days, and I want to invite you into them. One is the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven is having our first ever free open house. I share here and on Instagram and everywhere all the time about how incredibly valuable the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven is. And there really is no way to explain it. You really just have to experience it for yourself. So we created an open house to allow you to do just that. We are going to be giving out free unlimited access to all of our course material, our private Facebook group, and two live private coven events over Labor Day weekend, September 1st through the 3rd. And if you've ever been curious about what it's like to work with me inside the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven, I highly recommend that you hop on into the open house, come check it out, Um, look at the course material, move around in the group, ask people questions, come to one of our monthly planning sessions, come to our open house mixer and ask me some questions and get some on-the-spot business coaching. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's absolutely free. There's nothing for you to lose. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes or in my bio on Instagram and sign yourself up and you will get all of the information you need to come check out the open house and see what it's like as a coven member for yourself. 
Really hope you join. If you are interested in working together, but group work is not really your thing, I have three spots available for September, October, and November, a three-month coaching package that is specifically geared toward helping you build and execute your Black Friday or holiday launches. So if you are interested in having a big holiday sales season in your business, but that's not something you've ever done before, or you are just needing some support, some accountability, some help on getting everything together for a big Black Friday or holiday launch, I would love to help you with everything from structuring your offer to structuring your pricing packages, the tech that you're going to need to deliver your launches, your holiday launch strategy and content plan, and whatever it is that you need support with in order to have the biggest holiday sales season you have ever had in your business. I'm so excited to help you do that. So I will also put a link in the show notes if you would like to book a call with me to discuss working together one-on-one September, October, and November for your holiday launch. Those are all the announcements. We only have a few days for you to get in on those things. So, you know, pause the podcast, click the links in the show notes, get in where you best fit in, and I will see you in just a few days, and we're going to rock out September. All right, that being said, I am going to drop you into this IG Live conversation about what happens when you've launched something and it doesn't sell or it doesn't sell the way you want it to. Enjoy. Hello, beautiful friends. I am getting ready to go to the beach, which is what I do on Fridays. But I've been thinking about something and I wanted to share this with those of you who might need to hear it. It is a completely normal, regular, commonplace, entirely unremarkable thing to launch something in your business and not sell anything or only sell one or only sell two or only sell three. It is a completely average, regular, common thing to happen in business in your first launch and even in your 50th launch and sometimes in your 500th launch to put something on sale and have it not sell. That's a regular thing that happens. And it does mean something, but it probably doesn't mean the thing you think it means. So it may mean that uh, your audience is not ready for your offer. It may mean that you didn't get your messaging dialed in quite right and they didn't understand the value of your offer 
or they didn't understand the transformation of your offer. They didn't understand how your offer could benefit them, which is really all they care about. That's all anybody ever cares about. That's all I care about. That's all you care about. When we're going to buy something, we have one question. Will this help me? Will this benefit me? Will this make my life better? If the answer is no, or we are not sure, we're probably not going to buy. It is very difficult to get somebody to open their wallet and hand you money. They have to really believe that they're buying something that is going to improve their life or make them happy or give them pleasure. And if you have not communicated that that's what's going to happen, then they're probably going to look elsewhere. You probably won't even have enough time to convince them because the second they are confused or unsure or something's unclear, we're on to the next piece of advertising in the sea of advertising that is our uh, apocalyptic late stage capitalist hellscape. So it may mean you underestimated their needs. It may mean you didn't communicate value. It may mean that they don't see you as an expert in the subject or they don't see your product as being the best possible option to solve their problem. It may mean that the price that you set your offer at was not quite right for the current audience that you have. It may mean that they are not in the market for the thing you're selling right now and they actually have something similar already. It may be timing, but you know what it pretty much never is? It pretty much never is that you are bad at business that you um, are never going to succeed, that people don't like you, that um, your business is a failure and never going to work. That's not it. That's pretty much never what the data is telling us. So sometimes that's what your head weasels are telling you. But that's not what the data is saying. The data is just the data, man. It's not judging you. You're judging you. And I'm sharing this because, first of all, it happens to me. If you've been around in my business, you've probably heard me say that I've never once in eight years of business hit one of my sales goals. I just never have. It's never happened. And I don't know if that's because I set really audacious goals for myself. I think that that's something I like about me. But it's never happened. And... I still have a completely healthy, successful, whatever that means, business, and I still make money, and I still can pay my team, and I can still pay my bills and do everything I need to do, and I have never hit a sales goal. I regularly launch things that don't sell the way that I think they should, or the way that I want them to, the way I think they deserve to. And if I made that mean something about me, if I made that mean something negative about my future or what was possible for me, I would have quit my business a long time ago because it would have been too emotionally fraught and sad 
and upsetting and challenging for me to keep running because I can't I can't go into a this will never work tailspin every time my expectations or desires aren't met and keep going it, that's just too much to ask of my poor little system so I'm not saying you can't be disappointed when you don't get the results that you want. It is disappointing to not get the results you want. That's a real thing. That's valid. That's fine. Feel your feelings. Take a little day. Take a couple days. Pout. Be mad. Do whatever you need to do. And then put your CEO hat back on and put your investigator hat back on and get into the data and look at all your metrics. Look at your email open rates. Look at your clicks. Look at your click-through rates. Look at how many people viewed your stories. Look at how many people commented on the posts for your offer. Count up how many posts did I make? How many people viewed them? Based on this, how am I doing? How many people signed up for my email list as I was promoting? How many people are opening the emails that I'm sending? How many people clicked to the landing page? Figure out what's happening and then start to get really curious about what that data is telling you. So say for instance, if people are converting at a pretty normal rate, which for our industry, uh, for the online program industry is around 2%. So if you can do the math and say, okay, 2% roughly of the people who saw the promotion for my offer made it over to my sales page and then they didn't buy. There's software that you can get, I forget what it's called, but you can look this up, that's like a heat tracking software, and you can see exactly where people moved their mouse on a page and where you lost them. And then you can start getting curious about where on the page that people are landing on are you losing their attention. And then you can tweak that page, maybe just the design, maybe the copy, maybe you want to bring somebody in to do some messaging work with you and see, am I nailing the messaging on this offer? Am I really communicating the value and the promise that I think that I'm communicating for this program? And if the answer is no, the value is not being communicated, then that's the thing that you adjust and then you launch it again with new messaging and see if that helped. If where you're losing people on the page is the price point, you can maybe not modify the price. You might need to modify the marketing to start speaking to a different client base. And you might want to go back through and tweak your marketing. And then <clears throat> same thing again, maybe bring some messaging people in and say, what am I not communicating about the value of this, pro of this product? How am I not targeting the type of customer that spends at this price point? Maybe you need to survey your audience and ask them why they didn't buy and have them reveal to you, we don't feel ready for this offer yet. Maybe you need a stepping stone product to walk your customer into the offer that you're trying to sell. There is always, 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 always a pivot. There's always a next play. There is always another move. And I will tell you this, coming from hustling, 
like I did. And I mean that exactly the way that you think I mean it. Coming from hustling into the arts where I hustled in the same way but a different product. Coming from that to business. There were a lot of things about hustling that did not serve me when I came into business, which is why I created the Freelancer to CEO private podcast feed about all of the ways that hustling does not serve us when we're building a business. But one thing that hustle taught me is that there's always a move. There's always a play. You're never out of options. You're never out of options. Changing the name of your business is an option. Rebranding is an option. Reworking the product is an option. Shelving the product and coming back to it at a later date is an option. Creating an upsell, a downsell, a lateral move is an option. Hand reaching out to people who saw your offer and didn't buy and offering to buy them a cup of coffee to hop on a Zoom with you for five minutes and tell them why and tell you why they didn't buy is an option. Recalibrating and starting over is an option. You are never, ever out of options. As long as you're willing to get out of your stories about personal failure and unyielding lack and your childhood scripts about people not liking you and your wound place of nobody gets me and nobody values me and what's the point and I try so hard and nothing ever happens like in Dunham technique they call that shit mirror work you don't do that in class you bring that shit home you lock yourself in your bathroom you get in the mirror and you ask yourself those questions and you cry it out and you process. Your business is not the place for that. Now that's not to say you're not gonna have those feelings in your business. That's a thing. But those feelings can't run your business. They cannot. It will be too hard. It will be too emotional. There will be nothing to hold you when it's hard and it is hard it's hard to be disappointed right and again coming from the arts when you go to audition after audition after audition after audition and you're nailing your fucking auditions and you're not getting callbacks and you're not getting parts the mental shit that you have to go through to keep auditioning whoo baby that's just hard it takes a lot of mental fortitude it takes a lot of mental toughness to keep going, to keep believing in yourself, to keep believing in your talent, to keep persisting at your craft. When you're feeling like shit ain't fair, cause sometimes that's how it feels, this shit ain't fair. My work is so good, I'm so good, I'm so talented. People aren't seeing it, people aren't seeing me, people aren't responding to me the way that I want them to respond to me. And I'm pissed about that and I feel like it's, I see people who I know aren't as good as me and they're getting gigs and they're making money and this shit's not fair. 
I'm trying so hard. I'm doing so much. This is not fair. That happens. That's real. And it's hard to keep getting up every day and putting yourself out there when you feel like your work, your talent, your gifts are not getting their due. It's just hard. And the hardest part about it is managing your own feelings, your own expectations, your feeling that people owe you something for your talent, that people owe you something because your work is good. There are a lot of talented people with good work who ain't getting shit. There are people more talented than any of us. Somebody with more talent than any of us will ever have working at a McDonald's right now. Welcome to Showbiz, Kate. There is a more talented singer than the one on stage at the stadium in the parking lot all day, every day, 100% of the time. Because talent doesn't really matter and your gifts don't really matter. They do, they're important, but they also don't because there's all these other things. There's timing and there's branding and there's messaging and there's how we're perceived and there's your goddamn attitude. So, being able to have maybe delusional, but certainly unwavering faith that your ship's gonna fucking come in, that you're gonna get it right, that you are talented, that you are good, that your work is valuable, that your work is important, that your voice is important, that your success is ordained and inalienable and inevitable no matter what the current evidence says that's the hustle that's the grind that's the move that's the magic that's the thing that keeps you able to get up and put yourself out there again and again and again to keep reviewing your damn game tape and being like whether it was a win or a loss what did we do what happened? How'd it go? What worked? What didn't work? What could we improve? To stay focused on the craft. And when you're in business, some of the craft is your work, but most of the craft is the business part. How am I doing? Am I doing well? Am I communicating value? Are people understanding me? Am I reaching enough eyeballs and ears to get the results that I want? How's my attitude? How's my faith? How open am I energetically to receiving, to people communicating with me, to people coming into my world? How do I feel about the work? How do I feel about the idea of having the thing that I'm asking for? Because that's a big thing. That's an invisible thing that we don't always look at. You can be inside, like putting yourself out there and asking for stuff, but also simultaneously feeling like you don't really want to get it because you're scared of what would happen if you got it, right? Scared I'll be too busy. Scared that people will look at me different. Scared that people will judge me. Scared of what people from my hometown will think. Scared that I will lose my friends and I will alienate people if I'm too successful, right? If there's part of you that is not pointed in the same direction as your goal, you will energetically block that shit. There's always a move. There's always a move. If you're willing to be curious enough and patient enough and faithful enough and fucking crazy enough to keep looking for the move.
So if you are in a season in your business, in your art, in your career, where you've been feeling disappointed, where you've been feeling like I launched something and it didn't sell, I put something out there and I wanted to get 10 people and I only got three. I wanted to grow my Instagram this year by a thousand followers and I only grew it by 500. I am going to audition after audition after audition and I'm crushing these auditions and I'm never getting callbacks. And you're starting to feel like the problem is everyone else and like everyone is just unfair and that people don't value you and that it's hopeless and that it's pointless and that it's never gonna work. I'm here to tell you that's not what the data means. Maybe you need a rebrand, maybe you need an image refresh, maybe you need a coach, maybe you need some support, maybe you need some messaging help, maybe you need new graphic design, maybe you need new headshots, who knows? But there's an answer that is not that you suck and nobody likes you, I promise. Okay, sermon over, I look cute, I'm going to the beach, Kayla, you bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you, as always, for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time, so many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching. Have a great day.